Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus departed to the mountain to pray, and he spent the night in prayer to God. When day came, he called his disciples to himself, and from them he chose twelve, whom he also named apostles, Simon, whom he named Peter, and his brother Andrew, James, John, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, the son of Alphaeus, Simon, who was called a zealot, and Judas, the son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor. And he came down with them and stood on a stretch of level ground, a great crowd of his disciples and a large number of people from all Judea and Jerusalem and the coastal region of Tyre and Sidon came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. And even those who were tormented by unclean spirits were cured. Everyone in the crowd sought to touch him because power came forth from him and healed them all. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, Paul is really on a roll. He's ripping through the, uh, the, the, the uh, Corinthians, and he's exposing a lot of their Christian errors. And uh, yesterday we read about uh, one of the one of the uh, one of the uh, sons was uh, having relations with the uh, the mother-in-law, and he says that even pagans don't even do that. And now he's talking about Christians, fellow Christians, taking other Christians to court, and he's uh, and he says, why can't we judge our own? Can't we come to justice among ourselves? I mean, we have the truth, and we have to go to pagan courts to, to figure things out. So Paul is really uh, getting uh, onto, onto them, and uh, for good reason, because there are because he sees signs of disunity, of disruption, and, and uh, among 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 the brothers and sisters in this uh, community. I would say there's about 45 or 50 members of this church, probably a small church like that. We're thinking maybe thousands, but it's really a very small number, and uh, they're having uh, unity problems. And we've, we Christians have been having unity problems for a long time. We have the, the Reformation as a Christian uh, unity problem. Uh, we, today, we're, uh, uh, sometimes we're divided in our, in our outlook on, on life and on social issues. And uh, a lot of times we... Uh, so Paul wanted to, right at the beginning of the church, come up with a remedy to help us to heal wounds of division. And the, he says the only way you can really heal wounds of division in the church is by embracing the cross. Because that's how Jesus brought about unity. He died, he made a sacrifice for others' benefits, and that's how we became united, was because through Christ's sacrifice. So if we do the same thing, if we imitate Christ with the cross, the same thing can happen with us. We too, if we embrace the cross, then we too can uh, enjoy the, this, this unity. But we like to avoid suffering at all costs. You know, we, we, do, we, uh, we like to have our perks, we don't want to give up anything. We want to be always the one that's right, and our opinions is always accepted. And Paul says, that's fine. If you do that, that that's going to, but you're not going to get unity if you live like that. The only way to live by Christ is uh, by the cross. And uh, he states that in all his life. So what he does is now he's exposing their disunity and saying, well, what are you going to do about this? How are you going to fix it? It's very hard to fix these things. 
But there is one solution that will always work. Be united with Christ in the cross.